Growing your business doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about mastering a few key techniques, systems, and mindset. Welcome to Foot Traffic. With over a million downloads, it's the go-to marketing podcast dedicated to helping you grow your small business. I'm your host, Stacey Tushel. I've been an entrepreneur for over 15 years, and I own multiple seven-figure businesses. Together, you and I are going to get you more customers in the door, more profit in your pocket, and more happiness in your home. Let's transform your business starting right now. Good morning. Hello, hello. Welcome. I'm so excited. So we are kicking off a three-day event right now. This is called our Profit Accelerator Challenge. Three days, 30 minutes, we are in and out. I am cutting myself off at 30 minutes because I know you're busy and I want to make sure we are good to go. So do me the biggest favor. Can you hear me? I'm kind of far away from my Instagram. I'm, I'm doing Facebook group and Instagram. Can you hear me? Let me know. Want to make sure we are all set and good to go. All right. Okay. So we're talking today, we're talking metrics that mean something, the most crucial KPIs that will drastically change your business. All right. Tomorrow I am back talking about the most common places you're overspending. So I'm actually going to share places you're overspending your time, and I'm going to share places where you're overspending your money, okay? The biggest mistakes that people make. Tomorrow's going to be a game changer for some of you. Tomorrow, my my goal tomorrow is that I find you like $10,000 in savings and how you're spending. And my goal is to find you hours and hours of time back. Sound good? Okay, so, um, and then day three, we're, this is a big one. We've been we've been doing this a lot with some of our clients is breaking bad habits with clients and team members. So how many people right now have a little bit of trouble with some boundaries, right? Maybe you feel like people are taking advantage of you. Clients are expecting way more than they are paying for all the things, right? We're going to be covering how to do that. Okay. Um, Kara, can you confirm? I know you're on here on Instagram. Kara, can you confirm everything's good on Facebook in the Facebook group that I'm good to go? And then just comment in both places so I know everybody can hear me and everything's great. All right. Let's jump in. So I am looking at two screens. So I'm going to kind of come back and forth. So uh, last, I don't even know, I would say sometime in the last year, I did this podcast and um, it was basically all about your business shouldn't need you. And it shook a lot of people because their business did, in fact, need them, right? So we've got to get your business less reliant on you, right? And that's a fact. Now, if you want security, if you want like an insurance policy, if, if something were to happen to you, here is the direction you should be heading, okay? So I have two businesses. First, um, I have two performing arts academies, children's dance, music, um, all of that stuff here in Milwaukee, that's one business. And then I have another business, uh, foot traffic, right? Online business from obviously my headquarters in my home office, right? So the first business, um, this business will run without me even after I'm gone. If something were to happen to me today, right? Any, anytime, right? If something were to happen to me, even after I'm gone, what's crazy is some people in the business would not actually even personally know me to even be affected by me passing, right? Or something, just me stepping out of the business. Some people wouldn't know their, their um, experience with the business would be just the same old, same old. They'd have no idea. My husband would be able to step in as CEO 
and run the business without me, without changing our salary, without changing anything major in the business, okay? That is the dream right there. Talk about security and having something like, yes, we've worked very hard for that. That business is um, 20 years this summer. We started that. And um, there has been a lot of things we have done to get there, but we have gotten there, right? Business number two, what I want you to see is foot traffic is more of a personal brand at the moment. How many of you have a personal brand? Say me in the chat. Now, I am the face of foot traffic right now, okay? However, here's what I want you to know, is I can take a several week vacation without being interrupted, okay? So if you watch my IG stories, you see we vacation a lot. We live in Wisconsin, so I try to get out of here. I just said my husband, I'm like, you know what's so good is it's already January 31st. We're almost, you know, we're through a pretty good chunk of the winter. Starting next week, we are we are in warm weather at least twice a month. And March, we are gone 15 days out of the month, which I am ecstatic about. Um, and that's what we have to do to get through this winter in Wisconsin, right? But my point is, I travel a lot. And even though I have a personal brand, my team can run this business without me while I am on vacation, on the beach, spending time with my family, okay? In summer, I take a lot of time off and I batch a lot of podcasts. I get a lot of my stuff done so that in summer I can enjoy it more, right? I can I can be home with the kids. We don't need to get daycare or summer camp or any of that stuff, right? However, would my would foot traffic run without me? I think they could run it for a while. And knowing how amazing my team is, they probably would figure it out how to like get me out of there and just keep it going. But would it run long term? Maybe, maybe not. Okay. And a lot of you have personal brands that are not true assets because it needs you to run without, it needs you to run the business, right? I will tell you though, keep watching what we're doing here in foot traffic because as we grow the business, you will see that it's not just going to be my face you're seeing, right? You will see that we are building another asset, another source of passive income. Now, I hate using the word passive income because it sounds easy. Trust me, when you are a CEO, when you are an owner, uh, and you're throwing a pandemic at your way and you have a brick and mortar business, like, trust me, there is definitely still work involved. I don't want you thinking I'm not working. I'm just hanging out. I love to work. So I am working. Uh, but there's still this like sense of security you can build. Okay. Now it takes time. The studio was not always this massive asset, right? There was a, there was a time over a decade where I was there seven days a week. I was doing all the things. I was wearing all the hats. How many of you are wearing all of the hats right now? say me in the chat, okay? If you're thinking, my business is too new, I don't need to be talking about this yet, like why does this matter? I am telling you that this is going to take years to get your business running like a well-oiled operation. You want to start now to make changes three, four, five years down the road, right? So if you're the person who's right now in the customer service email inbox, if you're the person who's your social media manager, that might not be an overnight, here you go, right? It's going to take a little bit of time. The things I'm gonna show you this week is going to help you start putting these things in place to get you there. Sound good? Okay, um, like I said, tomorrow I'm gonna to talk about how to not waste time and money, all right? I'm gonna talk about how to set up better boundaries. Now, I talked a little bit about this already, this, this idea of an asset, okay? So what is an asset? A lot of people think their home, their personal residence, is an asset, right? But if you're an entrepreneur, 
we know that it's not a true asset. Why? Because most people aren't going to sell it to positively like impact their bank account. You're going to keep it, right? Most people don't necessarily downgrade. I don't know about you, but um, you know, my parents are still in their home that they that I was born and raised in. Um, Ken's grandparents, uh, they Ken's grandfather just passed away, but like that house they lived in literally until he had passed, right? That was the home they had forever. Most of us, our house is not an asset, okay? Unless you pass it down, right? Eventually it becomes their asset. But what I want you to understand is your current business could be an asset. It could be producing you positive cash flow every month. It could be something that after you go and you sell it, right, that somebody else is going, yes, I'm interested in it. Most of us, though, a lot of people, a lot of small business owners, they have a liability as their business. It sometimes produces the cash flow they need, right? Um, would it be sellable? Well, would it be sellable without the CEO? Would it be sellable? as is, right? All of these things make a big, big difference, right? So how do we get your business while you're owning it to be an asset? How do we get your business to be positively cash flowing? How do we get it to start to get your time back? A true asset. Now, comment below. How many of you think you can put an A if you believe you have an asset right now? Or put an L if you believe it's more of a liability? I'm curious. Now, here's the deal. To sell your business, what is it worth? Okay. Most people actually don't sell businesses. Most small business owners do not sell their business. What they do is most of them actually close it. All right. So you, your options are to sell it, to maybe give it to somebody in the family, pass it down, and then to close it. So most people actually close their businesses. I've actually heard a statistic and I, I can't reference where it's from, unfortunately, but I actually believe, and this might actually been from Tony Robbins at his event. I think they said that 80% of small businesses just close. And here's why. It's not an asset where it can't run without them. So who wants to buy that? Nobody. And then why don't people just give it to their kids? Well, unfortunately, most of our children right? In the small business world, they're seeing mom or dad work crazy long hours. They're seeing mom and dad on, on vacation with their computers, right? Barely enjoying that time. And they're thinking, why would I want to do that? All right. You've got a potential asset. I love it. Um, somebody says working on the A. Love it. And here's the thing. I hope we all are working on the A, right? So, your business can pay you today and when you decide to retire. It's possible. Now, we're going to go through some questions that I really am excited to ask you because I think it's going to get you thinking outside the box, okay? So first of all, your business shouldn't need you. It shouldn't. But a lot of people, that's not their reality, okay? So we're going to go through some things that I want you to start to assess. How much does your business rely on you? Okay, so I've got some questions I want you to answer. Today is all about the metrics that mean something. And you probably thought I was going to give you some numbers. And don't worry, I've got some at the end here. However, I want something even better than just these numbers that maybe you're tracking. Better than Instagram followers, better than your email open rate, okay? I want you thinking about these questions. So I've got six that I'm going to ask you, okay? So here we go. Number one, when you're on vacation... How often do you jump back into the business to put out a fire? Okay, now pay attention. Is your answer A, vacation, what vacation? 
Is it B, constantly, it's like I never left. C, at least once, something always unexpected pops up. Or D, never unless the actual building is on fire. A, B, C, or D. And can you do me the biggest favor? Can you say number one and then your letter? Because we're going to do this six times. These are some good questions. And I'm very curious to see what we've got. So like my massive water bottle, I actually love it. 40 ounces. It's so amazing. Okay. Oh, I love it. Okay, we got a D. I'm excited. All right, good. Good for you. We've got some A's. Yeah, okay. So we've got some non-vacationers here. We've got to take vacations. That's a whole nother episode, right? Okay, we got another D. Oh, we've got a couple D's. Okay, this is good. Okay, number two. If there is an angry customer, do you have to A, get involved immediately, and it usually ends poorly, B, get involved immediately, but you can usually turn it around. C, wait until it escalates to you from management. Or D, no need to get involved. My team will turn it around. Who are you? Number two, A, B, C, or D. Put it in the comment. This is good. I like this. Okay, I'm going to keep going. Make sure you put your number so we can keep up. Number three, how well do you trust your team to run, a, run the business as you would? Number one is, or sorry, A is team, what team? B is not even a little bit. Do you trust them to run as you would it, as you would do it? C is a little bit. We're working on it, right? Some of you are like, we're working on it, right? That might be you. D, we've got systems and accountability in place. They've got this. Number three, where are you? What team is A? B, not even a little. C, a little. We're working on it. D, we've got systems and accountability in place. Okay. Just take a break. We've got three more questions. I want you to start to see, and I've, I've got a whole bunch of A's and B's going. We've got some C's, a couple D's. I want you to really look at, these are metrics, right? This is measurement. We are measuring some of these areas. I need you to be thinking more than just Instagram following, Facebook. Like, yeah, I get it. Social media can drive traffic, right? But there are other things more important than just that, okay? Okay, number four. I want, you to, I want you to evaluate your product delivery. So what do I mean by that? Product delivery. If you have a physical product, if you have a service, doesn't matter what you have, okay? I just mean when somebody buys something from you, what happens next? Like how are you giving it to them, okay? So A is... Um, we are not consistent with product delivery. You just know that there are not systems. There are not automations. You are not positive if this person is doing it the same way as this person. Okay. So you're not consistent. B is, I don't even know. I do not have auditing procedures in place. So I don't know if person A is doing it like person B because I'm not actually checking. Okay. Version C of this is product delivery is we audit and some team members are delivering our product at a higher level than others, but we're working on it. Okay. Do you see that? So like this person has more knowledge, but it doesn't mean they're perfect. They're still working on it. And then D, we are consistent and reliable every time, no matter who is working. I'll be very amazed if you've got D's here um, because that's hard, right? It's hard. To know that the new person's doing it like the older person, older as in more experience on your team, right? Okay. 
Okay, so uh, somebody said, Kim said, they can be a bit rogue. I love it. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Okay, um, number five, when someone doesn't know how to do something, do they know where to look before contacting you or their direct report? Okay. A, systems, what systems? B, no, they would come to me or their direct report immediately. C, maybe not positive they could figure it out without me right? Like we're, we're working on it. It's kind of like that same, like, yeah, we're working on it. Um, and then D is yes, there are systems and someone will be able to handle it without me. Okay. Last question. And there's so many more we could get into, but these are six that I really wanted you thinking about. Six, we're talking owner's salary. Now I know your customers think you like make like millions and millions and millions of dollars and you're like frivolously spending it and you should not be like raising their rates and all the things, right? Our customers always have no idea and they just assume like everything is just like, oh my goodness, she makes, she's a million dollar business. She makes a million dollars. No, there are things called expenses. <laughs> I had somebody say, must be nice to never have to worry about money. And I looked at them and was like, my payroll between both businesses is a hundred thousand dollars a month a month. Please know that I worry about money sometimes, right? There are definitely moments or when that third payroll comes out, you know what I'm talking about. Twice a year, we get three payrolls. I know it's like an when you were an employee, you'd be like so excited about the third payroll. Um, even when Kent had a, a regular like day job, I was excited about those three months, but I'd always forget, oh shoot, I've got to pay that extra payroll, right? Okay. So let's talk owner's salary. All right. And I get it if you don't want to totally share here, but here's the deal. We're, we all been there. We all are in some of these spots. So I think this is a pretty safe space, but owner salary, a salary, what salary, right? We, we get it. I didn't pay myself for a long time, a long time. Okay. Uh, B I take money when the business can afford to pay me. That's like the next step. You finally get making money, but you're like, Ooh, not this month. Mm, not a good month. I'm not, I'm gonna have to cut my salary out. Right. T talking to payroll, like, Hey, could you not put me on payroll this month? Right? Yeah. Okay. C I get paid consistently, but I need a raise. Most CEOs are underpaid in their businesses. So even when they are paid, they are underpaid. And here is why this is a big deal. And I tell my team this too. I am definitely underpaid in foot traffic. And I tell my team that the reason this is scary is it because they, let's say I had to leave the business, like something happens and they happened to me, I'm not here, right? If they had to hire a CEO, they would never be able to hire a CEO with my salary because I'm underpaying myself right now, right? Okay. It's dangerous to underpay yourself. So C is I do get paid consistently, but I need a raise. I'm a C right now in foot traffic, okay? Um, then D is I get paid consistently the same amount in my business and I am paid an appropriate amount for the work that I produce. Meaning if I had to leave and hire a CEO, my salary would cover the CEO. That's where I need to get in foot traffic. Um, as far as over in the studios, I would say we're pretty good there. Like for what my role is for me to get replaced, we would be okay. Okay. All right. How many of these questions, like just take a moment in the comments below, how many of these questions are shining a light 
on some things you need to do as we head into 2022, right? You came here thinking we were talking about metrics on Instagram and Facebook, leads, conversions, right? There are other things that are just as important that we are not looking at enough, right? Having these details matter. People are brainwashing us, right? Into thinking it's how many Instagram followers did you get this week? All right. Our Instagram count or engagement or something, I don't even know, uh, actually lowered last week, but our sales were through the roof. And I said to the team, that's not a loss. Like, I don't even care what happened with engagement or whatever, whatever we did. We had a great week financially. Like, let's do that again. Like, I, right. We tracked the wrong numbers. Okay. Now, um, how is knowing that information helping your business bottom line, right? So for most, it's not doing much. You may be the unicorn that it actually is working. We're talking Instagram and all the things, okay? But I want you to really start thinking outside the box here to go, do I have an asset or do I have a liability? And you know what? Here's the deal. Even if you have a liability, we can make it become an asset. But like I said, it's going to take some time. Now, I know some of you really wanted those KPIs and don't worry, I will deliver here. So what I'm going to do is I have, we have a spreadsheet. Um, this is a spreadsheet. Some of you are joining us in Wild World Operations. You're going to get this. So don't worry. Um, I screenshotted this top part of the spreadsheet that shows our KPIs for our three department heads. So we have our marketing and sales numbers and then our operations and fulfillment. If you want to see those numbers, like what are we tracking? What does this look like? Uh, there's three to five KPIs per position. Um, in the comments below, put the word, the, just like the abbreviation, KPI, and I will make sure we get over to you a screenshot of that link. Give me some time as I jump off to send that over to you, but hit KPI and we will send over that screenshot. Now, if you're in Wild Oils Operations, you're going to be getting that as one of your templates in a Google spreadsheet. So even better with all of our, every single person on our team, all of their KPIs with the formulas, with everything ready to go, um, super organized for you to copy clone and make it in your own business. And then we'll be doing a training coming up soon where I'm going to actually go through and tell you some suggested numbers. What is good? What is bad? How do you pick the numbers? All the things. Okay. So we're going to get there. Now, one thing I want to share is I knew this woman who owned a business that was passed down for several generations, okay, several. I'm talking it was 100 plus years old in the business and every like son or daughter kept taking it on, okay? And so she was this multi-generation business owner. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's so amazing, like that's so cool. And she was like, well, what's not cool is I don't want it. It's not what I was hoping for. It's not that profitable. It's not a well-oiled operation, right? Like it's not fun, but I feel obligated to keep this going in the family because nobody else wants it. And the reason nobody wants this business is because looking at it, it looks like work, right? This person is not vacationing. They're not paying themselves well. Um, they're doing all the things by themselves. It doesn't look fun and no one wants it. And she is holding on to this burden of, but I need to do it for the family, right? And what's going to happen when she's time to pass it down? Well, she's either going to get one of her children to take on the burden and carry that the rest of their life, right? Or she's going to get one of them to go, I'm not doing it. And maybe cause a feud in the family, right? Because now it's like, how could you not? We've been doing this. They're expecting it, et cetera, right? 
And here's what I want you to understand. I want you to make sure that as you create this business, you don't want it to be a burden on the people we're leaving behind. You don't want them feeling obligated to carry this not well-oiled operation, not paying, years of bad habits, no systems in place, right? All the things. You've got to make sure that you are building it up where there's actually options because you don't want to just close it. That's not an asset. You want to either be able to sell it to somebody else who wants to jump in or give the gift of this asset to your family. But do not gift the burden. Please, 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 please. I beg of you. Okay. Now, um, yes, if you want that, put KPI. You can see what most people are doing in the chat right now. KPI, we'll send it over to you afterwards. It's a screenshot of those three departments. They each have three to five numbers. Okay. You can see what are we tracking here? You are, you might be surprised. Like there's not going to be vanity stuff on there. These are things that actually move the needle. Okay. Now, tomorrow, we're talking about. Holy cow. I'm not kidding when I say tomorrow I'm going to save you money and I'm going to save you time. All right. I've got some ninja tricks that I'm going to be sharing with you tomorrow back here at 11 a.m. Central. Um, if you want to get a free business coaching call with my team, we have some spots we are opening up this week. Put the word call um, in the comments below and they'll reach out to you and get something scheduled and get on the calendar. But basically what we're doing is trying to help you find a few gaps in your business and figure out how you can start taking your business from a liability to the asset. Okay. So put the word call in the comments and they'll reach out. Now, one thing I want to make sure you know about before we leave and it's 1126. So I've got four minutes and we're out of here is this week we open, we oh, shouldn't say we open the doors. This week we start, we kick off well-oiled operations. It kicks off this week. Today, we just open up the Facebook group, members only, letting people come on in. I am going to be teaching over the next 12 weeks live a new program, new group coaching program we are calling Well-Oiled Operation. If you are working on a lot of this stuff or you know you need to be working on a lot of this stuff, I want you to consider jumping on. Now, they'll share more on this. If you're if you're like, I do want to hear more about it, put in the word call. They'll message you, get you scheduled a call, and they'll fill you in more. If you do that with those free coaching calls and you're like, no, thanks, I'm not interested, they're not going to pitch you on anything. This is if you're like, no, tell me more. I want to know more. It will be the least salesiest call, I promise you. Okay, so what is well-oiled operations? So first of all, we're starting with the right people, all right? Starting with the CEO, sharing the vision and the goals with the team, assessing who you have and who you're missing, how to maximize what you have, who to hire next. We're covering real communication. We're talking team meetings, getting everybody on your team on the same page, how to give honest feedback and evaluations, how to hire and onboard, how to fire um, while reducing the risk of being sued, repeatable systems, all of the systems you could possibly think of to put all of this stuff in place, things you haven't encountered before. You'll be adding tools to your tool belt and a resource for the future. Imagine the time saved with all the systems we're going to be putting into place. Um, and then last piece is responsible and accountable. So finding your right hand in your leadership team, getting people to make decisions with decisions without you, other people owning marketing operations fulfillment, you'll be able to step away and have the business run without you. So this will be 12 weeks of me teaching live with opportunity for Q&A from you. And then wait till you see our systems and templates vaults. Oh my goodness. You're going to be getting a lot of them opened up this week already. Job descriptions and job offers, editable org charts, 
evaluations, performance improvement plans, um, employee handbook, the team meeting agendas. What do you do in a team meeting with one person? Like, how do you follow up with them? Um, end of day reports, uh, end of week reports. Okay. Um, employee handbook, onboarding system and templates, like you name it, it's in there. Okay. Um, also you're going to be getting three months of support inside of our private Facebook members group, only two bonus tickets for team members to come into the program and get coaching right alongside, as well as a ticket to our powerhouse conference this fall. So you'll get a free ticket to come and join us at that event. Okay, for more details, put in the word call um, or just DM us and we'll get you details, okay? All right, if you did not type in the word KPI, Make sure to do that now. We will send you over that screenshot of those key performance indicators for each person on your team. Guys, I'm pretty proud of myself. It's 1129. I promise you 30 minutes in and out. Tomorrow, most common places you're overspending, whether it's your time or your money, you're wasting both. I can guarantee it. All right. I will see you back here tomorrow, 11 a.m. Central right here. All right. Bye, everyone. Oh, if you're not in the Facebook group, Instagram, if you're not in the Facebook group, get in the Facebook group. Uh, we did this today to kind of tease it out. And then tomorrow exclusively, we're going to be in our Facebook group. Uh, you can search for foot it's forward slash foot traffic operations. Okay. I'll see you there. If you're loving the foot traffic podcast, I want to invite you to check out our mastermind info session. We have three different levels of masterminds here at Foot Traffic for those just getting started all the way up to multi-million dollar businesses. From those with brick and mortar businesses to those with online. You can go to stacytushel.com forward slash info session and catch the replay where I share what each program entails. You'll also hear how you can get a free coaching call with one of our certified foot traffic coaches. Again, go to stacytushel.com forward slash info session.